0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Natty One podcast. I am Philip, I'm going to be the DM today, and I am joined by my two brothers. You
1: want to introduce yourselves? Hello, I am Steven, and I will be playing Jorge Washington.
2: And I am Andrew, and I will be playing the Fairy Warlock building.
0: Alright, and then uh, do y'all want to give a quick recap of what happened last episode?
1: Sure, I think Andrew would really like to give us all a recap.
2: I, I, give, I did give the last recap. Did you? Yes, I did.
0: Oh. Well then, Stephen, <clears throat> would you like um, to give us a quick recap?
1: I would love to, because I remember what happened. Um, last time we, okay, so we got to the plantation, And we went to, like, look around, and we found that when we went to the monkey's, like, sleeping quarters, we found that they weren't there. There was, like, signs of a, there wasn't really signs of a struggle or anything, but there were, like, footprints running off to the forest. So we headed off there. Um, When we got there, or we, like, ran into the forest, right? And then we found some monkeys attacking some soldiers, I think. And there was a fairy got killed with poop. I know that happened. Andrew murdered his bodyguard. Yes, Andrew's bodyguard killed with poop. Um, There was a big dude that I wanted to kill, and he might not. I don't know how much longer he's going to make it. And the monkeys wouldn't talk to us, and they're cursed.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah, it's about it's about accurate. You also read a letter that's relatively important. If you forgot what it says, I can go ahead and read it back to you.
1: I mean, it's not that I forgot it, but I would like you know just to remind the audience what it oh, says. Of course, of course, okay. the
0: right, back of the letter, yes, yeah. the- it says, "Morden, your last attempts at the plantation have been abysmal." And I expect this next one to go off without any issues. The location of the target is marked on the back. You better not fail me again, P.R. And then on the back, there's a map going from one location to where you are. And that's I just about, to that
1: location then.
0: Yeah, so mm. that's just about where we left off. Uh, you were uh, interrogating morden uh is his name the big monkey uh and you didn't really get too much information from him other than hmm. he serves the great uh Pre-Ann redis and that he uh, is probably cursed is what you're thinking that's mm-hmm. okay. right all right with that information y'all are in a clearing right now uh andrew i believe you were summoning your like bodyguard again or whatever
2: yes i was re-summoning in the pixie
0: george was uh tending to his wounds because he got kind of messed up from the last battle and jorge you were investigating or you were interrogating the monkey um uh, you probably got all the information you're going to get out of him because he's in almost a catatonic state now where he's just kind of staring off into the distance, foam slowly, like, coming out of his mouth. He's not dead, though. So. Good time.
1: Well, since he's not dead, I think I'm just going to, like, um, so is he conscious at all or is he just, like, completely passed out? Uh, so you can't really tell.
0: Like, if you, like uh like you know like snap your fingers in front of his eyes or like uh wave your hand in front of them he doesn't like register anything but he's breathing and like he's clearly he's like still alive but just like
1: not registering anything
0: that's around him
1: do you so like if i put him on a rope would he be willing to walk with us or he's just like just gonna be you have to be carried he'd be he'd have to be carried Okay, so I'm going to, what's our big assistant buddy's name? George. George? Like, hey, George, are you willing to come? Oh, what was my accent? Hey, George, you willing to go with us and check this out? He nods his head. All right, I'm going to need you to stand there for like one second, okay? And so I'm going to grab the monkey, and I'm going to tie him to George's back. George just lets it happen, and I'm tying it in such a way that if the monkey wakes up and chooses violence, George is the one that's going to get it. Okay,
0: <laughs> you successfully tied to George's back. It's pretty easy. Uh, and then, uh, did y'all want to? Did y'all take a short rest? Did y'all like? I guess did y'all take any damage from the last battle? I
1: took a short I, break. Didn't Take any damage? <laughs> I just murdered a bunch of monkeys. Just
2: I took some damage. and in. also used both my spell slots, so I took a short rest.
1: Okay.
0: All right then. So you're just going to head to the location on location on the map. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you make your way there. It doesn't take too oh. long. It's uh, not too far away. Uh, were you going to say something, Andrew?
2: I was also going to say we probably we should also send George back with the monkey, and we go to
0: investigate.
1: Nope, they're coming with us.
2: Okay,
1: sure. We're just coming with. You can ride along. I mean, I figure, well, you know what, that's my internal thoughts. I'll keep them myself. But if your character asks me about it, I'll explain my thinking. Well, you're going to have some
0: time. It's going to take, uh, it's not too far away, but it is a significant distance from the uh, plantation. So I probably got about like 30 minute walk, maybe like an hour.
2: Oh. Or uh, why are we bringing the uh, canatonic monkey with us and the idiot?
1: Well, all right, so what I'm thinking is maybe we can use, I don't know, the monkey as a prisoner, the dude as a prisoner, really depending on, you know, how this whole befriend the monkeys thing shakes out. They're not befriending and, the monkeys. And then also if we do fight the monkeys, then we have George who will be a helper and if we don't fight the monkeys, then the monkey will kill George. So it's just like a win-win.
2: Mm. I suppose. I don't like it. We could send George back with
1: the monkey. No dead weight. I mean, once he's dead, then we're not carrying him around anymore.
2: It's extra dead weight then. You we should get you're,
1: now. you're mispronouncing meat shield.
2: No, it is dead weight. Anchor.
1: Well, he's coming along with us. So, so we're already here. Also, I think he might be trying to listen to us. Mm. He is
0: in listening distance, although he doesn't say anything. So
1: to clarify, I was whispering. That. Mm. While we were uh, arguing, I've had
2: Pitten going around scouting invisible.
1: Okay.
0: Keeping um, on ahead you see of a lot of trees. You are walking in a forest right now, so.
2: Yes, but in case we, in case there's um, other monkeys about.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. He doesn't see anything. Um, so was that the end of y'all's conversation?
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: So you make your way there. Uh, you get there right as the sun is uh, just about to make it like, uh, just as the sun is setting. So it's still light out, but it is getting to the dusk time of day. And uh, you you see a nice clearing uh, with a big brick building right in the middle of it. And you're still in the tree line. Uh, So uh, do y'all want to roll a stealth check or are y'all just walking right in?
1: Oh, I'm walking up to the door and knocking.
2: I'm sitting, I'm sending Pidden into the back, invisible.
0: Okay. Uh, So as you just walk up, uh, you see two windows up in the second level. Uh, There's like a flash and you see like two monkey faces uh, disappear. So they definitely know about your
1: presence now. Uh, When I see them, I'm going to, you know, hello, my friends. Do Y'all know anything about democracy? They don't respond. I'm going to continue walking up to the front door then.
0: All right. Uh you make your way to the front door. Uh do you knock right. or do you just barge right in?
2: Actually, I have something I want to do before yeah. he starts getting all the way up to the front door. I had a thought. Oh for so it. Our our monkey Morton, the, the brain dead monkey.
0: He's yeah. still with us. Yep. And strapped to he, George's back.
2: Yeah. He'll he get, he'll stand on his own, right? Yeah, he'll stand there. He just won't move. Okay. Can I push him and if will he you, move if I if I push him somewhere?
0: I mean if you push him he'll probably fall over
2: hmm. Hmm. yeah I can't get this to work okay I'm good
0: okay y'all just walk up to the door
2: with uh, um, I'm going to be stealthing though I'm not going blatantly okay can I count this as me can I count Phil- Stevens? Blatantness as a um, like assistance to me being stealthy since he's being very.
0: Uh, so, are you staying in the tree line? Like, you're not uh, going into the. I'm probably okay. going to stay back
2: more than anything else.
1: Yeah. Okay. Six so, steps. I mean,
0: if you stay in the tree line, then yeah, you could count uh, Steven's uh, blatant approach as uh, an advantage on your stealth roll because they're not going to be paying attention to you.
2: Okay. I got an 11. So, okay. that's. uh Gosh, those are two bad rolls. What does Pitten see from the back?
0: Oh <laughs> so, wow, <laughs> they don't see you. Don't uh, Pitten's flying invisibly from the back.
2: Yeah, he he's invisible and he's flying into the back of the house. Okay. So, or at least the other end of the house, assuming there's like a multiple doors.
0: Uh, So as he like gets his way around to the back of the house, uh, he sees three tents, pretty small tents uh, set up in the back area. And you just kind of see, he sees like uh, a monkey going about like what you'd assume is his daily like routine, just like washing his dishes, like ones like maybe prepping a stew or something like that. Uh, There's just like a little encampment out in the back. Okay. Okay. And so uh, as Steven walks up, uh, you're knocking on the door, is that right? Yep. I'm going to walk up and knock on the door. All right. Uh, So as you knock on the door, uh, from inside you hear uh, quite the commotion. (laughs) They were not expecting some random stranger to uh, come up and knock on the door. So there's quite a bit of uh, running around and... Uh, scuffling that you hear inside and then the door swings open and you see a massive uh, gray-haired gorilla standing in front of you and he just says what
1: hello sir i was wondering are you familiar with democracy because i heard you have a little problem with some uh, plantation slaveholders and I think if we introduce them to a bit of democracy, I might be able to help your your situation. We
0: don't follow plantation anymore. We only follow Priyan Redis.
1: I agree. I don't know about the well with the plantation bit. I am fully there. I support you 150%. Um I have something I want to do. But would you be interested in instead of following someone, you rule yourselves? It's called democracy, and it's sweeping the land. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check, Stephen.
2: D- did you hear me? By the way.
1: Wait. What did you say, Andrew?
2: Uh, I have so- I'm. I'm keeping an eye on this conversation. So if if it looks like the conversation's going bad, I have something I want to do. Okay. But I'm gonna hold off until it
1: looks like it's going south. Yes, that's a twenty-three for persuasion. All right. Priyan
0: might want to know about this democracy. So,
1: who is before we go? Um, who is Priyan? He is the Lord of all. He controls all.
2: Sounds like a demon.
1: Who Who is all in the situation? All monkey.
2: Hmm. This sounds like a so. Dude. Is he
1: like a
0: like a deity, or is he just like a dude? Would you like to
1: meet him? Quick. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you to let me roll a history check. Okay. Okay. Well,
2: what about religion? It, it sounds like a sort of religion sign of thing.
1: I mean, either they they both have negative one. Um <laughs> okay. So, in my knowledge of monkey civilization. Yes. Do I know whether or not they're like one of the societies where if you cut off their ruler's head, they'll follow you instead? Go ahead and roll me
0: a history check, Steven. That's a spicy three. Okay, so you know that monkeys exist.
1: That is a useful information.
0: <laughs> you think
2: like I do that monkey that monkey civilization sounds like an oxymoron.
1: <laughs> it's about races, huh? A little bit. <laughs> or speciesist, I guess. Uh, huh? All right, I'm just gonna go with him then. and meet this prean. Andrew, uh, did you have anything you wanted to do?
2: Um, if I see him going in. I'm going to meet up with Pitten and we're going to both try and getting inside as well. Sneaky like. Okay. We don't want to.
0: So when you say to him, I would like to meet this Priyan Redis, uh, he says, he not here now. Uh, We take you to him in a week. In a... Why a week? That's when next delivery... Is he like a FedEx driver?
2: <laughs> That's when the next sacrifice happens. Get out! Get out! Uh.
1: What, del- what delivery? Delivering whom to who? Or we delivered the bananas we took. That <laughs> checks check out. So, Donkey Kong. can you describe this pre to me? Uh, how tall are you, Stephen?
0: Mm, I think I'm like,
1: have we said how tall I am?
0: I don't think so. Are you as tall as George Washington? Because he's 6'2". Yeah. So
2: I'm like... I thought we talked about this and we, we talked that you were basically the same height and build as George Washington. Okay. Yeah, that works.
1: It's, it's honestly a little unsettling how much I look like a ripped George Washington. <laughs> George Washington was just ripped, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah. I see. I, I thought, from what I understand, he was built like a football player.
1: Yeah. I just I look like George Washington, but like a like a stripper version of George Washington. Like, ah. you know, you must have like strippers, like one of those dressed as George Washington. Gotcha. But like unintentionally, are you dressed as a stripper?
0: <laughs> just
1: curious,
2: um,
0: is the,
2: <laughs> the pull off clothes. Just... Yeah.
1: Now I'm pretty sure I'm wearing actual armor, but let's just say that it's like, you know that like really low quality like. RPG anime fantasy kind of where it's like it's armor, but you feel like it was just designed to make this person look as buff as possible. It really accentuates your chiseled abs. and Exactly. It's basically that. And it's like, you look at it and you're like, if this person ever got shot at, they're just dead. Like, that's the end. Basically that style armor.
2: The male equivalent of bikini armor.
1: But, like, with the way it is, you can just barely see the little hint of the of an eagle tattoo on my back. Mm. You don't get to see the full thing, though. Just like the eagle head. It's just like for paying customers. It's like, I'm not you're like, what is that? Is that a bald eagle?
2: <laughs> you should have just been an Eric Cochran,
1: Then you would have been a bald eagle. Nah. <laughs> not American enough. <laughs> okay. So
0: he's still just like blocking the doorway. And uh, he says, all right, you are prisoner now. And he just opens up the doorway to let you in. Excuse
1: me? What, what do you mean by prisoner?
0: Well, yes. you aren't monkey, and you aren't Priyan, Therefore, you prisoner.
1: So I'm going to do an intelligence check real quick, because I think there are two options, right? Either when he says I'm a prisoner, he means I'm a captive, right? Mm -hmm. Or he's a monkey. Does he know what the word prisoner means? Is he confused with guest and prisoner? It's an option. So I will choose which of those I believe after I roll my intelligence check that was a two i think that he means vi- he means guest when he says president. so i walk in the door
0: you are a guest okay <laughs> you walk in the door and he immediately closes the door behind you and as you walk in uh it's a relatively large main room uh you can see to the left uh there's two doorways and then um there's like a stairway up that leads to a loft up at the top and then there's a table with some chairs, and there's about, uh, there's five monkeys in the main room right now, just like congregating and kind of like looking at you with a bit of fear and, but you can tell they're, they're not scared because they have their big, big
1: boy. I just look around and I'm like, man, not fine, mighty fine place you got here. So where did y'all get this from? Is this like an oh. old family land or you find it abandoned and you fix it up? Because i got to say, whoever did the crown molded in here is just spectacular. Grant, get the ropes. Oh, good. Or you can like show me up there so I can take a closer look. I I appreciate it. I'm really more <laughs> just a hobbyist. I, I can appreciate it from down here. I thank I, you.
2: I would like to, um, me and Taden would like to now sneak into the house.
0: Okay. Uh, so how would you like to go about sneaking into the house?
2: If I can fly, I would like to find somewhere up high.
0: So okay. I, can... I mean, there are two door, like uh, two windows up at the top that are cracked open. So you could yeah. probably just squeeze in there if you want to.
2: Yeah, okay. Let's do that then.
0: Okay. So uh, you squeeze in through these uh, top, from one of these top windows and you uh, enter in and you just, you're in like a little secluded like loft area where it's clearly this is the lookout spot. There's like a cup or two on the ground, uh, some like food scraps. Clearly they don't like take their job too seriously, but they are still lookouts. So Uh, and as you make your way around the loft, uh, you can kind of like look over the ledge or like not the ledge, the like railing and and see uh, Steve or you can see Jorge and I guess George, because <laughs> he walked in with uh, Jorge. So you can oh, see no. them both standing there uh, oh, as one of the, the monkeys. Brain monkey's what, Andrew?
2: The brain Dead monkey's also there.
0: Yes, with George has uh, Morden strapped to his back. Uh, so
1: and do you can see- clarify, what's George like concussed during our fight with the monkeys? Because he is Gone full brain dead. I said we were bringing the idiot with us. I mean, he's basically just a lump of meat that walks around.
0: That's how George always was. Yeah. Did you not notice that? Was was better than
1: I, for some reason, I thought he had a little bit of a
2: personality. I I said he was—he was kind of a Lenny type. He
0: communicates through nodding and shaking, and shrugging.
2: Mm. So, I have something I would like to do.
0: Oh yeah go ahead.
2: Okay I can see the big there's a big gathering of monkeys down below. Yeah
0: so uh, there's like a group of five monkeys and one of uh, you can tell like one of the bigger ones uh goes into one of the rooms and they, is presumably grabbing something.
2: Is the gorilla still there?
0: Yes the gorilla is standing by the door that he's just closed.
2: Okay I'm going to try casting Crown of Madness on the gorilla.
0: Okay, what does Crown of Madness do?
2: Okay, it needs to succeed on on a wisdom saving throw first. save is is thirteen.
1: It feels very aggressive. Considering you don't know what's going on.
2: Well, I see you taken, and I am just like okay, time to time to.
1: I'm just having a conversation with this dude at this point. Like I just walked inside of my own volition.
2: I mean, I suppose, I guess I could actually wait if you prefer. I'll, I'll wait, actually. You know? It just, I, I would assume I have heard the fact that they're, they're taking you prisoner.
1: I mean, that's up to you. I am still just, like, chatting to this dude, though. And it kind of feels aggressive to just show up and then immediately curse someone. Are you casting
0: Crown of Madness on this gorilla? I mean...
2: Do you not want me to, Stephen?
0: I mean, I y'all know. can't have this conversation. That's fair. Okay. That's what I was gonna say. I how much
2: do words. I know personally? Like, when would I have would I have come in? When by the time he said that we're taking a prisoner prison, or is it just there's one monkey just left?
0: Well, so then, when you saw him go in, you couldn't hear their conversation because okay. you were still back in the like forest.
2: Well, in that that I'll just uh, I'll just wait then. I'm because okay. I don't know what's going on.
0: All right, uh, so you see the like slightly larger monkey go and uh, grab some uh, rope from another room. He comes back into the main room and he's going to start tying up Jorge if he doesn't do anything about it, so.
1: I'm like, as he goes to I'm like, God, what the? Oh, I get it. This is because I'm, yeah, I hate this guy too. You know what? As a show of good faith, I'm going to take my longsword and just stab it through George's chest.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. Um, <laughs> go ahead and roll an attack, I guess, with advantage, because George was not expecting it whatsoever. That
1: was a natural 20. Oh, god. He's dead. <laughs> go ahead and roll damage, Stephen. This so is going to be 4d6 plus 3. Keep
0: in mind, there is a catatonic monkey on the back of I <laughs> all know the- what I'm doing. I'm
1: going to stab him so that I don't hit the monkey. You know what? You did roll a you rolled a natural 20, so you get your- That was disappointing. That was only about 7. So that was 10 damage. Oh. Well. Right? He rolled so poorly. OK. I'm
2: not expecting this. I have not done anything. I was expecting him to not kill.
1: Our ally. I mean, um, my thought is that at, at this when I do this, I just assume the entire world basically stands still and just like you know, like everyone is just shocked, you can hear a pin drop kind of silence.
2: So now me and Finn have decided we're just going to leave Jorge to the wolves.
1: Yeah. So you uh you
0: pull out your great sword and immediately the monkeys like jump into, like, like, jump up and are, like, ready to fight, and then you turn it on George and stab it straight through his shoulder, almost, like, perfectly missing the monkey that is strapped to his back, and... But it doesn't do as much damage as you would hope, because you are trying to avoid that monkey, and George just shocked, stares directly at you, and, like, is just... He doesn't know what to do, so he just starts shaking his head no and pulls out his sword. And he tries to hit you. What's your armor class, Steven?
1: 18. And he just
0: barely hit you. Ooh. He does do 8 damage. Alright. And then, so the monkeys are just... They've all backed up. And like, the gorilla to the side just like crosses his arms and watches. And then so it's your go again.
1: Alright.
0: Was it 12? 12 does not beat his armor class. (laughs) Oh god.
2: Me and Kittenner are taking bets. Upstairs.
0: But an 11 doesn't beat yours. So... Who's gonna win? So you swing your greatsword and he manages to backstep and it just like grazes past his neck and he tries to lunge back to attack you and you just sidestep and then,
1: what'd you roll? Um, I rolled a 17, so does that hit? Yeah, it does, go ahead and roll damage. That was 10 damage again.
0: Okay, so as he lunges forward, you sidestep and the sword just grazes across your chest as you take your greatsword and decapitate
1: him. Yep. George. All right. And then I'm gonna just like kind of casually flick the blood off the blade and wipe it out and just put it away. also Lord George is no longer. For one second, I felt a little bad for betraying George. I was like, man, this is just a stupid guy. And then I re- realized that he's a literal slaver. Well, yes, he does have a whip. And <laughs> And out. so I was just, there was like a brief tinge of like, should I do this? And then I was like, wait, this guy beats slaves. And I'm like, I, I stand by this. All
0: right. So this whole altercation goes down and the gorilla is just standing there, arms crossed watching it happen and as soon as you murder George uh he just he looks at you nods his head and says thank you thank you
1: you're welcome I I hated this guy you know for a second I felt bad because I was like am I betraying a friend and then I remember that he's literal literally a slaver and of monkey mind hated that man I mean I kind of hated him too you just like, there's, in democracy, there's no room for slavery. So do you follow the great Trian Redis? Well, I follow the great Americus, but the great thing about Americus is under Americus's love, there's room for all religions. At least I will tell you that. I guess there's no, no need for rope anymore. Hmm. Thank you. I mean, I, I don't know what you'd have done with the rope since... I already, you know, took care of that guy. Oh, also, I brought you one of your friends. Um, he seems to be having a rough day, so I don't know what's going on with that. And then I point to the catatonic monkey on George's decapitated corpse. Tied to George's decapitated corpse.
0: Uh, he just he points at him and looks at the monk, the group of monkeys, and two of them scurry over, cut him like off the back of George, and take him outside.
1: So, now can I talk to you about my proposal for, I I think we can have a beautiful friendship between the two of us. Please, sit at this table. Ah, there is a table here. Hold the chair back and sit down. Okay, he sits down across from you. What would you like to know? Well, I'm thinking these slavers, right? They, they're no good don't follow democracy at all, never heard of Americas. have no interest. So I'm thinking what we can do is, me and you, we team up, we can just chase them down, or not chase them down, we go over there, take care of them, give you and your friends a plantation, you guys agree to follow Americas, and you can continue following your Prianus or, or what's his name, um, so you can continue following him, And you just give me a small proceed of your profits, a small portion of your profits, just as an assistance fee, you know, and you agree to follow Americas.
0: We have no need for this filthy plantation. All we need is the bananas.
1: But if you're running the plantation, you get the bananas.
0: Yes, but we have strict orders to Leave the plantation how it is. Who are these strict orders from? Well, from
1: Prian of course. Huh. Can I do like a persuasion check to try to convince him that he should, instead of following those orders, that what Prian really wants him to do is to attack the plantation with me? Go ahead and try and persuade me, Stephen. So here's the deal. I understand where you're coming from. And I understand that Pran did tell you to hold back. But you know why? Pran and his infinite wisdom knew that I would be here because he was touched. But him and Americus, they go way back. They're connected. He knew I would be here. So he doesn't want you to never mess with the plantation. He wanted you to wait until you were ready. And now that I'm here, it's your sign that we go in there kill those slaver's asses and create a nice little democracy. What'd you roll? A 10. It was was a good argument though. You've got to give me that. I mean, I
0: will say it was a decent argument, but you were also, it was going to be an extremely hard check. You basically had to roll like a natural 20 to succeed.
1: It's like not even half. I rolled a six. I have plus four to my persuasion. I was man. I was ready. Yeah, it was it was a twenty five to. Oh
0: God. <laughs> so uh, he just says, "We'll wait to ask Priyan when we see him."
1: All right, that's fine. Um, when is he coming back again?
0: Oh, he's not coming here. <laughs> We're going to see him. Where, where does he live at? The old temple. And you see like a glint of wistfulness in his eyes. Okay.
2: Since it's clear that we have lost our primary ally, Pidan, me and you, we're going to have to figure out where this old temple is ourselves and how to, how to demolish it.
1: Where is this old temple at, sir? Um, you want to go there, I know your delivery is not for a few days, but if you show me where it is, I can, you know, just walk over there myself to have a word with Priyan, let him know that I'm here, of course, you know, like I said, I am, like, I am a bit of a divine messenger, so I just kind of want to go check in, make sure that I could, you know, because I understand you don't want to disobey his orders, so just, like, let me know where it is, I'll go get it all sorted out, and then we can get you the official confirmation you need so we can get this attack started.
2: I have a plan. There's something I want to do, but I'm waiting until evening to do it, basically, is what I'm at right now, Philip.
0: You have a plan.
2: Yes, I have a plan, but I want to wait till evening before I start doing it.
0: Okay. What are you doing right now, exactly?
2: Uh, me and Pitten are just kind of hanging out upstairs, keeping an eye on things, trying to remain out of sight.
0: Go ahead roll a stealth check for me. We're
2: going to need
0: Mm-hmm.
2: probably time to run
0: oh yeah um, so you're still up in the loft area mm-hmm. and uh, you're just like flying around up there but you're almost by this like the ladder to make it your way to make uh, like the ladder to get up and down
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you just see a monkey head come up and stare directly into your eyes And he just starts hooting.
2: Okay, I'm leaving. Out the window. I'm leaving Piton behind, though. He's invisible, so he should be fine.
0: He's going to start yelling, Intruder! Intruder! And run after you. And all of the monkeys in the building immediately go on red alert and uh, go ahead and roll me initiative. Okay. Oh,
2: I got a seven. I am not rolling good tonight.
0: Okay. Ooh, they got an eight, apparently. Okay. So uh, you start to fly away and he just makes his way up and like right as you're getting to the window, he hurls some poop at you. Oh. And it does, well. It does three damage and you have disadvantage on your next attack.
2: What, what did he roll
0: to hit me? Oh, he rolled a nineteen plus five? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you I mean I just <laughs> I assumed a nineteen would hit you. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Is it my turn yet?
0: Uh yes, it is your turn now.
2: Okay. Just a. To hurry things up. I'm just going to misty step out.
0: Okay.
2: Outside of the building and just fly to the woods.
0: Okay. Uh, you make your, like, since you misty stepped, you just get away pretty easily. Uh, no issue at all. Uh, you do see as you're running away, uh, monkeys, uh, sh- like, run around, that are running around the back of the building and some monkeys, like, come out the front. Uh, just weapons ready um Looking around, uh and but yeah, you make your way. You make,
2: but crucially, they'd probably be looking down at the ground,
0: they, not up they, the sky. Because... Exactly, they are. I am gonna go ahead and let them roll an investigation just to see if they see which direction you run in.
2: You're flying.
0: Oh God. Okay, they're they're not even looking like straight ahead. They're looking directly at the ground. They're looking for tracks and like footprints, stuff like that.
2: Hmm.
0: So yeah, you're completely in the clear. They rolled a natural one. So
2: here's what I'm gonna do. Once I'm pretty sure I lost them, right? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I've gotten away from. Them. Oh
0: yeah, you're at this point. You're like uh, 200 feet away from the building. Like no, no worries whatsoever.
2: Okay. What I want to do now is I want to. First, I want to find a stream or something that I can go and take a bath in. Okay. In the forest. In the forest. Wash
0: some poop off.
2: Yes. After uh,
0: that, I guess go ahead and roll me a survival check just to see if you can find like a stream.
2: wait, do I have digitation? I do not. So, okay, let's do that then. I rolled a 15, by the way. So, did you hear me?
0: Yeah. Uh, so you just find like a little stream that's. Uh just running through the forest. Uh, you can like rinse yourself off. You could even set up camp there. Like it'd be a nice little spot if you want.
2: Yeah, I want to set up camp within 100 feet of the house. Okay. So that I can communicate with Kitten telepathically. And that way I can kind of know what's going on in there.
0: Okay, uh, so you're just like setting up camp a hundred feet away from the, the hideout.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna do it in a tree. Okay. Uh,
0: you can pretty easily do it. I mean, you've have you camped before? I assume you've stayed out in the wilderness at least once or twice in your life.
2: Yeah, presumably since I've been.
0: Yeah searching. you just you just set up like a little camp in the in the tree. like you got a little hammock to sleep in and yeah, pretty simple. So we'll get back to Stephen.
2: And I'm just gonna wait until nightfall. Steven. Okay,
0: so <laughs> oh, okay, real quick, uh, you just uh, so you just heard a monkey go crazy upstairs and start screaming about an intruder, um. So you're okay. assuming it's probably Blodden because that is a very Blodden move. Uh, <laughs> so all of the monkeys immediately jump to red alert, like pull out their weapons, run outside. Uh, Are you doing anything to like help them or are you just still sitting at the table?
1: I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna sit at the table and just like not react, just like chill, act like I know nothing about it, but I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna get up and run with them or anything. Okay, just gonna hang out. The gorilla stays with you and just kind of like stares at you. All right, so are you willing to give me a map to this old temple? We have no map. All we have is memory. Mm, Can you, um, here, if I get you this piece of paper right here, can you remember on it to show me how to get to where um, this old temple is? Mm. Uh,
0: He starts to write on it. Uh, He doesn't, like, draw a map. He's writing words. Uh, So he's, like, writing out landmarks that you can look for on the route there. So there's like uh, Twin Tree, uh, Red Lake, uh, Bear Den,
1: stuff like that. OK, um, I'm just going to take it and say you know, thank you very much. I, I really do appreciate the time. I am excited to get to go talk to Priyan and just straighten this whole mess out so we can go ahead and get our uh arrangement started I really do appreciate you sir you know I like reach out and shake his hand he he shakes your hand very lightly Hmm. I like you know kind of you know do the equivalent of tipping my hat and then I walk out and I'm gonna walk over to the just in the general direction of where the monkeys ran off to mm-hmm. and i figure that i'll meet up with blotten sometime there
0: uh, so as you're walking out uh he yells out rent go with him hmm. and there's a. Uh, the slightly larger monkey that was carrying the ropes uh, just kind of like runs back inside as he hears his name yelled and just kind of like says, Yes, Mraxton, as you wish. And he
1: follows you. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to let him walk with me. I'll be like, Hey, bud, I'm glad to have you along with me. So, do you know the way to this old temple? Because honestly, it would be a lot helpful. A lot easier if you can kind of you know point out the landmarks and things for me. He looks at you with
0: hatred in his eyes and says yes I know where this old temple is. I can take you since Mraxton wants me to. So do do you not want to go to this old temple? Oh I'll go to it. I just don't want to go with a stinking filthy hairless one like you
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I'll have you know though if I'm you're out with me in the wilderness long enough it does hairlessness does go away it takes very careful waxing which I just don't keep up with when I'm you know in the middle of an adventure
0: yes I'm sure let me go grab my equipment all
1: right I'm just gonna be heading this way so I have a friend with me and I'm gonna meet up with him So we're just, I'm not sure where he is. He likes to get, he you know, wanders around scouting the um, territory just to make sure there's no issues or anything. So we're just going to go meet up with him in the forest. So I'm just going to be walking that way. Okay.
0: Uh, So he goes and grabs his stuff. It doesn't take very long, and he catches up with you, like, almost as soon as you, like, step into the the forest. Uh, So... Uh, he's immediately just like, "You're going the wrong way already. Let me help." And he, he just like takes the directions that uh, Raxton gave you, crumples them up, throws it behind him, and starts going. Uh, he starts heading north.
1: I mean, I'm just gonna follow him then.
2: I'm assuming I just missed Stephen leaving, or Jorge leaving.
1: Well, yes. <laughs> I, I'm off
2: bathing. To, well well he when he leaves, probably out of range of my familiar, so I don't know where they're at by the time I get back. So you,
0: you are in the west direction hmm. and they are heading north. So yeah.
2: so by the time I get back, he's gone. So I'm just gonna keep doing my old plan, I think. Yep.
0: Okay, I guess we'll split the party then. Yep. Uh nice. Uh <laughs> So, what are you doing, Andrew? Okay, I'm waiting for the evening. Okay.
2: When everything starts running down and they're starting to go to sleep
0: and stuff. Got you. Okay. So, are you spying on the camp at all, or or the like not the camp the hideout at all, or? I'm just kind of
2: uh, I'm just kind of hanging out in my little camp while Piden does all the actual spying.
0: Okay, and he's just invisible, like flying around. Yeah. Yeah. So you just see the, what you would assume is their like typical, uh, like, uh, routine there. So there's like one monkey who's making a big pot of stew outside, uh, every now and then, uh, monkeys will come like either go inside or come out, um, and just like doing stuff in the camp in the back. Uh, it seems like that's where they do most of their, um like cooking, cleaning, stuff like that. It's where they have most of their stuff. Uh, just like they have like uh, sleeping out there and stuff like that. And then do you go inside at all or?
2: There is, so there is one thing I want to check with that, actually.
0: Yeah, I might go inside
2: also. But OK, so. Um, oh, whatever. Um, Pigeon has poison on him because he has poisoned arrows. Could I also could I like spike their food? Could he like spike their food?
0: Uh, Do you just have like a vial of poison, or is it poisoned arrows specifically?
2: Uh, There's poison on the arrows for his short bow. It does not because it's using a monster stat stuff. There's nothing about like inventory on it.
0: Yeah, I would say probably not then because I'm guessing it's less of like a physical poison and more of like a magical poison.
2: Just check him. That's all. Yeah. In that case, yes, he's gonna be. He's going to be probably primarily checking, keeping on a uh, check on the inside and maybe floating back and forth a little bit.
1: Okay. Uh, go
2: ahead and
0: roll me a stealth check with advantage.
2: Okay. For Pidden, presumably. What? You're, you're, this is for Pidden?
0: Yes, this is for Pidden. Yes. He's oh.
2: uh, 13. Wow, I rolled bad.
0: Yeah, well, they rolled even worse. Okay. <laughs> they rolled a two. Because so age. you have almost free reign of the hideout so yeah so
2: maybe i'll i think also what he's going to do is once things start looking like they're getting close to winding down he's going to start like setting up a way a, an easy access for me to get in
0: setting up easy oh, so he's gonna like crack a window or something like that yeah like yeah something like that okay uh, yeah, so, like, I mean, he's, it's pretty easy for him. Like, the windows are already cracked, so he just kind of, like, makes a little extra room to make sure that you don't, like, bump your head or anything or make any noise while you're entering. And, uh, when he's inside, he just, uh, he doesn't see, uh, I guess you don't know, he doesn't see the gorilla at all, so you're guessing he's in one of the, like, side rooms, um, uh, because he can't get into either of the side rooms at all. But you're just like inside, like at the main area, there's just monkeys like hanging out at the main table, playing cards, drinking. Uh, And then there's two in like the lookout spot. They're just like chatting to each other. They're really not paying any attention at all to their job uh, because they've been hiding here for a while now and no one's ever found them. So they're pretty comfortable with where they are. So Pidden,
2: after setting up the window,
0: mm-hmm.
2: is also going to attempt to rouse them into infighting. So you say they're drinking around the table, right?
0: Yeah. So um, they're just like playing cards and drinking. Like you're uh, guessing they're the higher ups. They're all like slightly larger than the like regular sized monkeys. So
2: OK. first thing I'd want to do, I'd want want to do, I'd want him to do, is uh like. Because they're playing cards, I'm assuming they're gambling, right? There's like money or something that they're betting.
0: They aren't, actually.
2: Okay. Well, in that case, I think he's going to try, like, me- he's going to try maybe messing with the cards. Okay. If there's, uh, ever, if there's like an opening, he's just waiting and, and then like maybe, maybe flipping a card while no one's looking so that it looks, or like making it look like one of the other monkeys is messing with his neighbor's cards.
0: Okay. Uh, So yeah, like, uh, one of the monkey's uh, steps, like, stands up and is like, I gotta go take a piss. And he walks outside, he like puts his hand down uh, on like on the table face down. And so that would give you so you have like, you could, if you're really stealthy, like switch cards out from the deck with his, Mm. Uh, it would be very risky. But I'd say that's about the only, like in the, like you could rearrange his hand, but he but, probably doesn't know what his hand is organized like. So what
2: I'm actually thinking is I'm going to put them in a, I'm going to try to turn them face up while no one's looking.
1: Mm, okay. So now,
2: since I'm, I'm going with the idea that I'm hoping that no one's going to be looking that way. They're going to be, and he comes back and they're face up. So it's like, I was looking at his hand and just was careless.
0: Yeah. Uh go ahead and uh so like you're trying to flip over like one card. Yeah, like
2: just one card.
0: We'll do it. Okay. So uh here, let me just they're pretty drunk. So I guess go ahead and roll me a stealth check.
2: Okay, another one. Oh, 28. I rolled a natural 20. So
0: oh, okay. So then yeah, they don't see you at all. Now roll me a sleight of hand check.
2: Okay. Ooh, six.
0: Yeah, well, let me go ahead and roll. Ooh, yeah, so when you like- flip oh, of, <laughs> When you flip over one of the cards, uh, the monkeys at the table immediately look at the hand and they like, they clearly don't see Pitten, but they clearly notice that one of the cards just flipped over randomly. And they all just kind of like look at each other like look at their drinks uh <laughs> look at the hand and then flip the card back over and right as they do that uh the monkey from outside comes back in and is like hey what you doing with my hand
2: okay well pitton's gonna fly it's
0: gonna get out of there okay so and he just like dips. He's gone like fully, yeah. he, like runs outside.
2: Well, okay. oh, no, not, not outside. Just kind of gets gets kind of up in a up, back up to the roof.
0: OK. And uh, so in, like in the loft area.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, OK. What is the range on Minor Illusion? Um, OK, I'd have to get closer. Is anybody outside in the front?
0: Uh. Um, well, there's no one out like in the front. There's like monkeys in the back, though, where the camp is.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I, my character uh, Blondin, is now going to, since I think this is a good time to start, start planning up. it's gonna get, get close to the front area where Pidin is. Yeah. Okay. okay. And because I can see through Pidin's eyes, I'm going to cast minor illusion whisper and I'm going to at least attempt to make it look like I'm um, trying to make it sound like people are whispering about the another monkey you know that I'm like trying to see the little paranoia amongst them if that makes sense
1: uh you know it's like the,
2: you're in it that, that guy's an idiot you know <laughs> just
0: okay it's like what an idiot or something like that
2: you know insults just general insults about an making it sound like it's towards a specific person but not which but you know it's kind of like you know who said that i don't know it's just somewhere else in the middle of the room
0: you know Yeah, i got you uh so like as this monkey is walking back to the table he's immediately like defensive and he's like hey what are you doing with my like what are you doing with my hand you're not cheating again are you ma'am um and, he, and the monkeys at the table are immediately like, no, no, we're not cheating at all. It, it flipped over randomly. Like we did, we just like saw it like flip up. I swear we're not cheating at all. And then you cast minor illusion and you say like, to whisper in the, like the monkey that's uh, standing up and is like, uh, what an idiot. And when he hears that, he immediately loses it. He's like, "How dare you call me an idiot? You know I'm the smartest one here. You know I'm right. Uh, I, you know that I'm Preyans' favorite. Who cares about Raxton? I'm the real leader here." And as soon as he says the name Raxton, immediately the door opens and he, like the big gorilla, walks out and he says what are you saying about me and he looks terrified like he is actively shitting his pants right now like he's cowering he like falls down is like oh i didn't mean it i was just i was just upset that they were cheating and raxton just comes up grabs his head and crushes it like a grape Mm. Good. He drops the monkey's body to the ground and just says don't you be talking anything about me and walks back into his room.
2: Um, while he's out there, before he goes back, I'm now going to cast Crown of Madness on him.
0: Okay. What does Crown of Madness do?
2: Okay. Um, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. So let's do that first.
0: Okay. He does not have a great wisdom. So one. what's the saving throw? DC 13. He rolled a 14. Dang it. OK, well, then I guess nothing happens. So hmm, does he know if it's cast on him, or does he just like?
2: I don't know if it does. It doesn't look. It doesn't say anything about them knowing if the spell fails. Okay, what, on you. Yeah.
0: so i mean what is what's gonna happen so like you cast it and he like he pauses before he like fully closes the door and like mm-hmm. you see a flash in his eyes but then he like shakes his head and is just like he like looks around closes, and closes the door
2: mm-hmm. okay well it's back to incite the the main group of monkeys into fighting one
0: another okay the monkeys in the main room have just gone silent they're just sitting there staring at the like the corpse and just eventually one of them like stands up uh like picks up the body uh takes it outside and uh uh he like goes over to a a little area like in the forest are you like following or not uh yes i will follow him okay so he goes to a little area in the forest and just like dumps the body on top of uh, Morden, who you can see his throat was slit.
2: Mm. I am going to. I kind of want to. So how how aware does this person does this monkey seem?
0: I mean, he seems terrified. <laughs> uh he's not really paying too much attention uh like are you trying to like sneak up him sneak up on him or something
2: yeah i kind of want to just knock him out
0: right now okay i mean yeah so go ahead and roll a stealth check for to
2: can just can't sleep on him i can wait 90 minutes or not 90 i can wait 50 i can wait an hour and then get my spell slots back <laughs> yeah i think i'll do that just okay sleep on him it's- all right since go there's ahead. just one person, I'm assuming I roll high enough. How much,
0: like, how much do you have to roll? Let
2: me see. It's 78.
0: 78. I mean, it is technically possible for him to stay awake. So go ahead and roll just in case.
2: Okay. So I guess I roll a 7. I rolled a 30.
0: Okay. Yeah, he passes out.
2: <laughs> now I'm going to chain him up. Chain him up? Do you I have ch- a chain. Oh. No, oh, no. I have manacles. I'm going to... Like, like manacle him to a tree.
0: How big are you again?
2: I'm, a, I'm considered a small-sized creature.
0: What's your strength?
2: My strength? Not high. It's like, I think, an eight. Because
0: he um, is... My strength is, is an eight, yes. He is a medium-sized creature wearing chain mail. Oh. And you are a fairy.
2: Hmm. I feel like I could probably manacle him to like a. I, I feel like I could probably get him to a tree.
0: I mean, if you're trying to drag him to a tree, he's definitely going to wake up. I'm going to tell you that.
2: Hmm. That's fair. Hmm. What can I do to keep him there? You know, here's what I'll we'll do, and then we can move to, go to Steven. Okay. Basically, just being like, I do this, and then I'm going to sh- short rest so I can get my spell slots back. Um, I'm going to manacle, manacle him, manacle his arm behind his back, and then tie him up.
0: Okay. Uh, so you like manacle him and tie him up. And as you're tying him up, he starts to kind of rouse and uh, starts to wake up. Because I mean, you are jostling him around quite a bit. Uh, uh, you...
2: Could I have gagged him first? I probably would have wanted
0: yeah, to. Yeah, you can gag him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a dexterity check just to see how like well you tied him up. Don't roll a natural one, basically. I rolled a seven. Okay, I mean, it's not the best knots. Like, uh, if he was extremely like good at escaping, like an escape artist, he could probably get out. But I guess we'll find out. <laughs> and then we'll end your little part there, and we'll move back to Stephen.
1: Okay. Stephen. Hello. How's it going? I mean, I've just been playing um, team fight tactics while waiting for you, oh, so. Nice. Okay.
0: Uh, so, yeah, you're making your uh, way with Morant. It is, the sun has set at this point, so do you have, like, um, a torch or anything? Like, or do you want to set up camp, or? I mean,
1: I'll just go ahead and set up camp. Like, Yeah, I have no reason not to. I'm assuming that, um, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just set up camp. Um, I'm assuming Blodden will come find me at some point, and, like, I'm not really going to try to hide. I feel like the biggest threat in the wilderness right now is, like, the monkeys anyway, so I feel pretty safe since I feel like they're not necessarily on my side, but yeah, not too bad. So I'm just gonna hang out. I'm gonna kind of try to chat with um the guy that's I'm with. So I'm like, so, so I'm, I'm so sorry. What's your name again? I know he told us at the camp, but I'm I'm terrible with names. Can you remind me? Of course, you forgot my name. It's Marant. Morant, That's right. Well, it's really nice to meet you, Morant. Um, so that's a that's a beautiful name. Can you tell me is that like a traditional name for so I'm, I'm so sorry we've been calling you monkeys what do you like to be called we are monkeys uh so is that so should I just call you the monkeys I mean that is what we are so yeah very good um so is that like a traditional monkey name or is that like I don't know you did you take it upon yourself? Like, where, where does that name come from? Is that in Monkey? It's just what
0: I was called since I was young. Hmm. We typically just take names from you filthy, hairless civilizations and then put our own spin on it.
1: Oh, I mean, that makes sense. I And you know, it is a beautiful name, I've got to say thank you you're welcome so how are how are things been since since y'all left the plantation life i mean
0: nothing could get worse than living on that filthy plantation
1: yeah i believe it it's i just i can't believe can you hear benjamin right now yes he's going crazy all right i'll just pause for a second until he decides to calm down chill until Benjamin stops freaking. I think he might finally be done. Okay. So, I mean, we're going I'm just going to kind of chat with this monkey until, like, night, and then I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah, so,
0: uh, uh... You're just, like, chatting with him. Uh, He's very hostile towards you. Does uh, but... that, like,
1: ease up at all, like, over the night, or... Just like uh, no matter uh, what hostel. Yes. Uh
0: what would a, a small talk check be like? Like um would that be like a I have no idea, honestly, but I love the idea of a small talk check. Roll me a small talk check, Steven. Is this your charisma? That's a nine. Like total? Yep, total. Yeah, I no, it like does not total. ease up at all. Like You, like, throughout the conversation, you, like, maybe say something and he just looks at you with disdain. Like, you'll say something about, like, the food or something like that, and he just looks at you with disgust, like... And you clearly just, like, say a few things that make it, like, almost assure
1: his hatred towards you. Damn. So I just, like, kind of put my foot in my mouth a few too many times, basically. Like, you Uh could...
0: There were a couple points where you're like maybe he's starting to kind of like come around to me but at the end of the conversation he's very
1: hostile damn and it's just like All right. i'm going to sleep well i'm just gonna keep working on him um and then yeah in the morning i guess we'll just like pack up camp and i'll head towards where we're going so did y'all set up like a watch or anything like that or y'all just I mean, I assume you? we like took watch right like I definitely didn't just like leave the camp completely abandoned or anything so I think we like probably took turns taking watch. Okay. Yep so
0: you watch first and then you woke him up like four hours later to, for him to take watch and nothing happens in the night it just goes without any issue. Uh, once the sun starts to like come up in the morning it does start to drizzle a bit So it's not going to be the funnest (laughs) journey to wherever you're going, but yeah, it starts to kind of like, um, so you're making your way, y'all get up in the morning, uh, put everything up and he doesn't say a single word to you. Even if you like Mm -hmm. try to start a conversation, like he just kind of like grunts shrugs, like whatever a response would be to the, like, whatever you're trying to say. So just nothing, just nothing. Um, so, uh, you start making your way north and through your journey, uh, you see, um, about like 30 minutes in, you see a massive tree that has just like one trunk going up, but then it splits into two trees as it continues to, it's a massive and you can see just like people have like etched their like initials in it or something like that. Like it's clearly like a landmark for this forest. Uh, and you would okay. guess
1: that it's the twin tree. I mean, that, that does check out. So I look at the so what am I supposed to do after I hit the twin tree? Uh, so well, you- I guess actually so is um, the monkey, is he leading me or no? Yeah, he's leading, like he crumpled up the
0: instructions that Raxton gave you earlier, and just, he knows where he's going.
1: So I'm just gonna follow him then.
0: Yeah, so as soon as uh, y'all get to the twin tree, he takes a right and starts heading east a bit, and eventually you make your way onto um, a massive lake just in the middle of this forest, that is crimson
1: Hmm. and so then I'm, I'm just gonna so is he talking to me at all during this or is it just like silence it's just silence hmm. well i mean i'm gonna i'll try to make some small talk and just like ask him about his culture and like just try to generally be friendly but i'm not gonna force it you know
0: right. uh go ahead and just roll me another charisma check That is a natural 20. Oh, so after the twin tree, you can tell that once he's getting like deeper into the forest now, he's starting to kind of like ease up a bit and become a bit more social. And so what
1: do you start asking him? Like, so I'm just going to like kind of ask him about like monkey culture. I'm going to talk to him about, you know, democracy. It's going to be a lot of me just telling him about how great democracy is, I think. Okay. So
0: once you like start asking him about uh, monkey culture, he starts to really like break out of his shell. And so he says like immediately, um, do you not know anything about the monkeys? Uh, No, I'm sorry.
1: I'm actually not from this area though. The first heard of you as a people was, well, when I was told y'all were enslaved and I, I just knew I had to do something. Of course,
0: that's how you know furs always are.
1: So helpful, ignorant. Ah, yeah, that, that is also an issue that I have run into a time or two. So,
0: we used to be free, we used to own all of this land, and we lived our lives. You know, we were just a peaceful, peaceful culture until. You filthy nofers came up, enslaved us, gave us these. And he lifts like he like lifts like the back fur of his hair up and you just see like a massive scar on the back of his head. So wh- what happened there? What, what is that from? It's from that filthy machine that <sighs> that plantation owner has. What? He uses it to control us. I don't know how it works. Don't ask is this me. A machine he sticks on you to control you. It doesn't like stay on us. It as soon as there's a new monkey born, he brings them into the plantation, and they come out with this scar.
1: Huh. So is it like a like a skull clamp kind of deal? Would you say? If you died while it was on you, would he draw two cards? <laughs> no, no, I would not say that. Uh, all right, I just want, just wanted to check, you know? You can cut that, I'm assuming you will, but you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: it makes us docile. It makes huh. it so that we can't fight back. We can't do anything. And as soon as we do, we die.
1: Man, that is just wrong, I gotta say.
0: But Prian saved us. I don't know what he did, but he ended it. Huh. He gave us our minds back. Or at least it feels like
1: they're back. Huh. That's that's so interesting. So is Priyan like a like a wizard? Or is he, like, a surgeon? Like, how did he do it? Was there, like, some type of ritual or something? He's all-powerful. I mean, all-powerful feels a bit melodramatic, right? He's all-powerful. All right, he's all-powerful, right?
0: All-powerful. Oh. The, th- the third time he says that, he has a very glazed look in his eye.
1: Oh. Well, that is good to... I will be keeping an eye out for this all-powerful Mr. Mr. Okay, and that's like, so I mean, I'll just continue chatting with him like that. and then you get to the Crimson
0: Lake or the Lake of Blood or whatever it was that I called it earlier on. (laughs) Okay,
1: I'm pretty sure it was the Crimson Lake.
0: Okay, and so you get to that and uh, he immediately starts heading north again. So, and then in about an hour or so, Uh, you're trying to like chat him and he immediately just says shh hush huh and so he's like like stealths down and do you want to stealth with him or yeah i'll go ahead and stealth down as well if he's going to be stealthing yeah he just kind of he pulls you down with him as well so so like what do we see go ahead and roll me a stealth
1: check steven right That is a... that's a 15. Okay. So,
0: you start to slowly stealth, and you see a massive cave, uh, just like to your right, and as y'all are walking past it, uh, you're doing fine, but Morant steps, uh, steps on a twig and it makes a very sharp crack, and immediately you hear a roar come from the cave. Oh? He looks at you with terror in his eyes and is immediately like, Run,
1: hide, we have to get away. I mean, I'm just going to turn and run, I guess. All right. Thank you for
0: listening to the third episode of the Natty One podcast. It's been really fun and really interesting. Uh, They've definitely taken it a different direction than I thought it was going to go, but that's just how D&D is. I'm Philip. I'm a DM and joined by my brothers, Steven. and Andrew. Thank you, and I hope you come again.
2: Hey, Steven, um
1: what armor are you wearing? I am wearing a chain shirt.
2: Okay. What did you say your armor class was?
1: Eighteen.
2: Uh, your armor class is 16.
1: Why did it I say 18 on my sheet then?
2: Because oh. when I made your sheet, you also had a shield. If you're using a two-handed sword, you can't also have the shield.
1: What if I have like one of those um, swords that has a shield on it? Those don't exist. <laughs> I find, not yet. <laughs> my Lord, it's true. I have a shield. Mm. Just watch me.
0: Just He just has a useless shield strapped to his back.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, so my hour class is 16 then.